Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract, land promised to the six nations that run six miles on each side of the Grand River. Now, our show will be live every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. And every week, the On The Scene team is checking out a cool venue in town that is part of our local arts, culture, and entertainment scene. Tonight, we are at the Grand Trunk Saloon in downtown Kitchener. This is on Ontario Street, and it has an amazing, amazing menu of Southern-inspired food. They've got chicken and waffles, shrimp and grits, tamales, ribs, lots of good stuff. I'm here tonight, as always, with my co-producer, Derek Rydell. How are you doing, Derek? I am very well, Allison. How are you? I'm good, too. This is my first time ever at the Grand Trunk oh. Saloon. Well, you're in for a treat. Yeah, it, I Hands love down, it. top five. One of the, in the top five favorite places to nice. uh, drink and eat in uh, the city. Nice. I have to say, I have had the chicken before. I've had the fried chicken. Oh, so um, good take out at like somebody else's house yeah and it this place is always on my like oh we we have to go that we, we gotta go and we just never quite get there like the <laughs> the local food scene and drink scene is so good but i feel like my partner and i kind of just get stuck in like but that place is so good, so we have to oh. go back. Oh, yeah. I and know then, how it is. And then we don't try the new ones as yeah. much, right? So this has been, like, at the top of the list for a long time, and we just haven't haven't really made it out here. So <laughs> Yeah, no, this is, this is a great spot. Uh, uh, two of the best bartenders in the city, and Sam and Matt, they craft some <laughs> of the best cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with the food here. It's absolutely delicious and they're known for their fried chicken and it 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 is probably the best i've had in the city and their hot sauce too their hot sauce is so good nice yeah well we're excited to be here tonight definitely a nice vibe going on it's full on a thursday night we're here at the back booth it's jumping um and we have a fun show tonight we have two local musicians that are going to be joining us gonna sort of dive into like their music catalogs but also chat a bit about the local local music scene, kind of the local entertainment scene. Um, Derek, what are some of your like top local music venues or kind of entertainment venues that you really like in the city? Uh, well, I got to say, uh, this past weekend on Friday night, I went to Sugar Run to check out Top Shelf Burlesque. Mm. Uh, been Sassy Ray, former guest of yeah, the show. So uh, wanted to check it out for a long time. Finally got to go out there, and I got to say... It was amazing. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was a great interview. Yeah. As far as a performer, I mean, it was, it was incredible. All around, the, 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 the show was just fantastic. The mm-hmm. crowd was awesome. Sugar Run as a venue for burlesque is just perfect. Yeah, like and the yeah, speakeasy vibe. Yeah. yeah. It was just, <laughs> it, it, it was a perfect, perfect night. And it capped off with, I, I got to DJ the after party, which was <laughs> awesome because by the time I went on, everybody had uh, enough courage juice and, and felt like <laughs> they wanted to try burlesque. So everyone was up on the dance floor right away. It was, it was a fantastic night, but yeah, Sugar Run's a great venue, especially for top shelf burlesque. Can't, can't say enough about it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always just love how much is going on in this city. So much live music, so much great entertainment and a lot of that, you know, places that are trying to really create that, like, amazing community, right? That's, oh, like, something I love. When you go out to an event and you're there to see the performer, obviously, but then the audience and the people that are there just turn it into, like, an even more special night. Like, they yeah. kind of level up the night, oh, right? Absolutely. It, it, it was such a great vibe, yeah. yeah. Can't recommend Top Shelf Burlesque enough. <laughs> awesome, yeah. We're hoping to have Sassy Ray on our show later this season. Hopefully, she's been busy doing so many burlesque shows, which is amazing, but we hope to have her back to chat yeah, soon. Yeah. 
Well, looking ahead to our show tonight, uh, we are going to be chatting with two special guests, Frankie Flowers, an indie alternative artist from town, and Kyle Krish from the punk rock band Wayfarer. So we're really excited to chat with these two local artists, kind of chat about what's happening in the KW music scene. Uh, as always, we're also going to give you a bunch of local arts and culture events happening this weekend. Pink Lemonade Records is back with another Saturdays are for the scene show at the Yeti. Kids Willy Wonka is hitting the stage in town. And KW Famous is getting things glowing with two glow parties. So stay tuned to find out more about these awesome events happening. Let's kick things off with some local music as we always love to do. We are going to hear a song from Death Party Playground. This is The Count. Staying sharp and feeling alright What's been hiding over there? A little look turns into a stare A little count from one to three Then forget what's in between A little count, or so it seems And this life becomes a dream Everything, everything's alright Don't you worry, don't you worry
You just heard The Count by Death Party Playground here on On The Scene on MidtownRadio.ca. Death Party Playground is going to be playing at the Yeti this weekend on Saturday night as part of Pink Lemonade Records. Saturdays are for the scene series. We had the guys from Pink Lemonade Records on the show a few weeks ago and they were chatting about this new series they're doing every first Saturday of the month. They're going to be at the Yeti with a new collection of uh, awesome, mostly local bands, a few out-of-towners as well. Um, So Death Party Playground is going to be joined by Moffat Avenue and Common Stranger on Saturday night. The show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets are $10 or pay what you can. Well, if you're just tuning in, welcome to On The Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have a great show in store for you. We're broadcasting live on location here at the back booth at the Grand Trunk Saloon in downtown Kitchener. And I am super upset that I decided to eat dinner before I came here. Because I smell the fried chicken. I can (laughs) smell it in the air. And uh, unfortunately, I'm very full but might get some chicken to go. We'll Radio see. interviews can work up the appetite. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, over the next hour here, we'll be talking all about the local arts and culture events going on in KW. Coming up shortly, we'll be chatting with Kyle from local punk band Wayfarer. And in the second half of our show, we'll hear from KW indie alternative artist Frankie Flowers. But before we dive into our interviews, Derek... Ready to chat about some events. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. Well, KW Famous is hosting a glow party. <laughs> I love this. I don't know about you, but I, when I was in university, I went to this glow party in my first year. It was like orientation week. Everybody went. You got like a white shirt with your ticket. And so when I saw glow party, all that I thought of was like, 18 year old me getting sloppy at a bar in downtown <laughs> Guelph. So, Glow Party, yeah. KW Famous is uh, hosting an underwater bioluminescence banger and beer party at Short Finger Brewing. Uh, it's going to be this Saturday. It's a glow in the dark warehouse party. Um, it starts at 9 p.m. and goes until late. There's going to be DJ Kadeem on music. There's going to be Emmy Tran is going to be doing like body painting with glow in the dark paint. So basically just like right. a great night to dance and have fun and enjoy. I don't know. Feel like you're cosmic bowling, Sounds but you're good. dancing. KW Famous is known for throwing pretty cool events around they the city. Are. So yeah. They are. And on top of the adult party in the evening they're also hosting during like a little earlier in the evening a baby glow rave <laughs> <laughs> it is for ages 0 to 12 and it is their pre-glow party uh, it's going to start at 6 30 6 30 to 8 so if you have kids bring the kids get them all tired out dance with some glow in the dark uh stuff happening and then they'll sleep so, so well. <laughs> so uh, check out KW Famous and this glow event that's happening this Saturday. <laughs> Derek, what are you excited for this weekend? Uh, there's, uh, I'm going to go with the Jane Bond on yeah. Saturday night at 10 p.m. Dana Sonic. Yeah. Uh, never been able to catch them. Okay. Uh, but I've heard a lot about Dana Sonic. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it's uh, he's more electronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I that's that's where I check out. I check yeah. I check that out. Yeah, like a nice dance party vibe. Yeah, uh, we're always you know when bond we're on a Friday Saturday always so turns good. into a great dance party. So I'm sure I'm sure Dana Sonic. It, it, it's going to be it's, it's going to be, be good. Time. Yeah. Yeah. We always when we're doing the events rundown, I always read that and I'm like, oh, I should I should go check that out as well. And they've been yeah. in and around the city like he, they've done the Yeti. They've yeah. done. Um, I want to say like White Rabbit, maybe not White Rabbit, but I feel like there's been some other places in Uptown that they've done uh, done sets. At, Here, there so. and everywhere. Yeah. yeah. 
Love it. Awesome. Uh, the last two events, I'm going to sneak in two more that I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, Crazy Canuck uh, is hosting Rusty Nail Comedy. They do shows all the time, and honestly, I feel like we need to give them a big shout-out. We had uh, Sandy, who runs Rusty Nail Comedy, on the show back in the summer, and it was so wonderful to talk to him and just hear like the inside info about running a comedy club, basically, yeah. in KW. Um, this weekend is going to be Juliana Rodriguez and Alex Handy, and they are doing three shows, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they all sell out. Rusty Nail shows always get pretty close to selling out so they are going to be there friday night uh, at 7 30 and then saturday at 7 and 9 p.m so if you're looking for some local comedy um, definitely a show to check out tickets are 20 dollars, and you can email rustynailcomedy at gmail.com to reserve your spot the last little shout out I have to give is for some awesome children's theater happening. I always love when kids and young people get on the stage. So Act Out KW, a local children's theater group, is going to be presenting the children's version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory at KW Little Theater. So uh, sweet. I love Willy Wonka yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. That's so, a classic. So, so good. Yeah. So if you're looking for a little bit of theater, support some young actors, uh, you can check out KW Little Theater's website and get all those show times. Uh, if you want to find out more events happening in town this weekend, you can always head to our website on the scene kw.ca and check out a ton of local uh, film festivals, stage, comedy, and music events happening. Well, at On The Scene, we always love chatting with special guests uh, that are part of our local arts, culture, and entertainment scene and are doing amazing things to make that scene even better. Our first guest comes from Wayfarer, a rock band from Kitchener that formed in 2009. Wayfarer's music is a perfect blend of early 2000s emo, love that, and contemporary punk. They have been a staple of the KW punk rock scene over the years, playing shows locally and touring across the province. In 2019, they released a full-length album, Reckless Spring, to celebrate their 10-year anniversary as a band together. Tonight, we are joined by Kyle Crichet. Welcome to On The Scene, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so happy to have you here. Uh, what do you play in the band? Uh, I play guitar and sing. Nice. And uh, what are your other bandmates? What what other instruments do you have going uh, on in Steve the band? Steve Sloan, he plays lead guitar, does backup vocals. He's the only one from uh, those 2009 days. Okay. Uh, and then Duffer, he plays bass. And uh, when we play live, we use, uh, his name is Mike Raj, uh, another guy I've known for years and years nice. on drums. That's awesome. Uh, so when did you join the band? Well, I kind of started it in 2009. I was okay. doing a bunch of other bands where I was playing drums mainly. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wanted to kind of do something that was my own. So I did just like a little acoustic EP. And then I did an EP where I just played all the instruments. And cool. the idea was just kind of put together a band with... Uh, no real set members, just other people from bands that I knew. Nice. We, you know, we'd book a show, learn the songs, play, and then uh, Steve came on pretty soon after that, and then it kind of more so became my focus 2011, 2012. Okay. That's kind of the main thing I was I was doing band-wise. Cool. That kind of reminds me of, like, Dashboard Confessional. I always heard about Love that dashboard. that was the thing, right? Like, he would have different bands for different albums, different, um, like setups and different just yeah, sort of like different was around, sounds right? exactly, yeah. it was exactly like people who couldn't commit to another band yeah. but i could steal them away for a show for or like two. a year yeah. yeah for sure that's very cool um so you released the first album in 2010 yes tell yeah. me what recording that very first album for wayfarer was like um, it was bad, okay, <laughs> but okay. no judgment here. <laughs> but it was like it was that hurdle. Like a lot of those songs I had written when I was seventeen, eighteen years old. So mm -hmm. it's like embarrassing in the way like your old diary is like yeah. embarrassing when you yeah. find it. But we learned a ton. Uh, you know, for me, I more so consider the start of the band like twenty eleven ish. Okay. When we did a split with another band at the time called the Decay, mm -hmm. and that was kind of when uh, made it 
smaller again like that was Steve and I we brought our friend Geoff in on bass and for the recording process I played drums guitar and sang they did the other stuff and that was kind of more so it's like oh okay now we've kind of hit our stride of like this is what I want to be doing totally but the other one was just long dragged out we did it all in my parents basement <laughs> it was a minimal type thing yeah versus what we would go on to do later but that's the great thing about Every recording is a learning experience, right? Yeah. You kind of take away something new every time you record a new song. It's like, oh, that worked out really well, but that, I don't want to do that again or yes, something. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a good test run of what not to do. Yeah. How, <laughs> totally. how not to go into a recording. <laughs> um, and then some of your subsequent albums, I was reading that they are concept albums um, with kind of these bigger themes that run through them. Yes. How did that come about? Was that something you were kind of taking the lead on or some of the other members had input with? Yeah, so Sleep Through to the Light, which was our second full length, mm -hmm. was more so kind of conceptual. I went I went to Poland for four months Wow. and uh, in my head my goal was like, I'm going to write a record while I'm there. Which I didn't, which I'm glad I didn't, because if I <laughs> wasted four months sitting in a room yeah. trying to write songs, it would have been such a waste of that time. But I came back, and there was just, it was, I was kind of exposed. I did a semester exchange there, so I did a semester at their university, and I was exposed to a bunch of stuff that I just would have otherwise never come across. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it was inspiring, and I attached to it, and I kind of, it's conceptual it's loose yeah. but there was some some through lines throughout that whole record and cool. sometimes like reckless spring is not really i tried almost tried to do the opposite of mm -hmm. just like i'm just gonna write whatever comes out i'm not going to try and filter it through anything and whatever comes out that's what we're going with and then at the end you kind of look back and you're like okay well i was touching on a bunch of the same things throughout because yeah. I, I usually write in batches, like three or four songs at a time. Then I'll go a couple months with nothing. And then okay. three or four will come out again. So they always find a way to be a little bit linked. Nice. Very cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about sort of the local punk rock metal scene. You've obviously been a part of it for a while now. Um, how have you seen the local music scene evolve over the years? You know, you're talking about your songwriting evolving, your band mates and lineup evolving. How have you seen the local KW, especially like kind of that punk, rock, metal, like underground scene? How has that kind of changed over the years from when you were first starting uh, to now? Yeah. Well, I think I got really lucky. I started going to shows around 2003, 2004 when okay. I was like 13, 14 years old. And, like, those days were, like, I would go to the Schwaben Club. It would be, like, three locals, a band from Toronto, and there'd be 400 kids. Yeah. And you go to the <laughs> Victoria Park Pavilion. You know, I've seen shows at the Gig Theater, which is now the Apollo, mm -hmm. where it's, like, all local bands, 500 people. Like, it was it was a really wild time, and I didn't fully appreciate I just took it for granted. It was, like, yeah. this is what music is, and it's always going to be, like, <laughs> and then normal. it was just, like, yeah. yeah, it was just, like, a huge fall off. Also, I was moving around. I was in Guelph for a couple years. I was in Hamilton for a couple years. But it seemed like a fall off. But when I came back to Kitchener, I was like, I don't want to be like... I remember when I was younger, seeing the old people like just kind of filter out. And be like, I don't want to do that. I want to try and participate in this. And like now, like the kids doing No Funeral Records and the yeah. shows and stuff like that kind of helped me get back into things. And like not just be like, well, in my day, this was so yeah. much better. Like... <laughs> try and actually find some stuff that, that's going on but yeah it's all over the place and there's like ups and downs like when google came in that basically eliminated all of our jam spaces there totally. was you know like 50 to 100 bands in there at any time mm -hmm. that was where we could practice rehearse for next to nothing there would be shows in there like we just slowly kept losing stuff like that and the mm -hmm. boathouse and things like small venues i know starlight stuff yeah oh, starlight now starlight. Like, yeah so that's it's been up and downs but it's like especially in the the kind of punk kind of stuff anyways it's like you know we just need a bedroom or a basement yeah. most of the time and, and it usually does it Totally. Yeah, we actually had um, Basque on the show a few yeah, weeks yeah. ago and they were, yeah, sort of chatting about just like that local music scene and just the the collaboration that they love 
seeing and trying to make happen, right? Like trying to partner up with bands that you've maybe never played a show with before, trying to get sort of a mixed bill so it's not all just like, oh, you, you have to be a punk band if you're going to yeah. play this show, or you have to be a screamo band or something. Just sort of seeing that collaboration happening, right? It's so yeah, yeah. nice. And like what you're saying, you know, older bands collaborating with like fresh bands that don't even have music released yet or something it's so nice to see that yeah um, yeah we played with basque like two weeks ago yeah. at, at the starlight and it's just yeah. like yeah. it was like reviving seeing i was like i remember being younger and it's just like you just turn your amps up to 10 and you just rip you just <laughs> yeah. play and it feels good so you don't you don't care about anything else it's exactly. just like that's the most important thing and it's like sometimes playing as long as we have it's like we get nitpicky and you know over exam whatever it's like oh yeah we sometimes we can lose sight of just the funness yeah have, having a great night with great music and just like making sure the audience is just like having an awesome time together right? yeah yeah, I have to say, when Basque was on the show, I re-listened to the interview. Uh, we were chatting with Jake, I think his name was. He said, oh, and we're playing with local legends, Wayfarer. <laughs> I love That's just it. code for guys that are too old to still be doing <laughs> this, being it. in a band this unpopular <laughs> at this age. So you were local legends. Um, okay, I have to ask, though, as, as I said, I was doing a little bit of research into the band, just the classic Google, and one of my favorite things that popped up was that you guys have a tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on I it in forever it. and I, I don't want to look at what even the last post was, but <laughs> I do remember back in the day posting on that. I think yeah. there's even a WordPress if you go okay. far enough back. Okay. Yeah. But. I was just like, this is like proof they've been around for a while, but also I also had a tumbler when I was like in <laughs> yeah. university, like your little emo confessions that you would write about or whatever and like song lyrics and stuff. But yeah. I love that you guys had like a band tumbler. I'd say the last update was 2018. So 20, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's actually later than yeah. I would have even guessed. <laughs> embarrassingly. Oh, I love it. Was that like your main website back in the day? Yeah, most likely. Now yeah. we have like an actual website. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out my friend Scott who just, whip something together for nice. us with my very poor instruction of what we needed but all good you level just up. something to centralize everything <laughs> yeah exactly i did also find the regular website just had to give a little uh, a little shout out to yeah. tumblr um so you've been sort of Take, taking a little bit of, you know, breaks, hiatuses here and there as the band has been going on for a while. Um, but you released uh, a new album 2019. You chatted a little bit about it, Reckless Spring. This was sort of a 10-year anniversary celebration for the band being together. Um, how was it recording this, this new album, you know, 10 years later? You said you sort of took a different approach to it. How did it feel releasing this new album in 2019? It, it was fun. Like, I think most of us would say, like, recording is our favorite part nice. of being in a band, like, even more so than playing live. Um, recording went great. We did it in Hamilton. In I lived three doors down from some guys who had a studio in the backyard in a kind of detached garage. Mm -hmm. We did it all there, and then we put it out towards the end of 2019, which couldn't have been a worse time with what was coming in yeah. 2020. So, <laughs> But it was also a crash course in, like, oh, this is the first record releasing in, like, the Spotify era. Like, yeah. how, do we, how do we do this now? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know any of the – like, before it was, like, the – someone at punk news would grab a hold of it and post it online and that helped direct eyes but totally. now it's like playlists and algorithms and different things so, so was, that was totally new to us we actually hired a company that just like took care of releasing the single because I, nice. like, I, I don't know what i'm doing here so yeah. somebody else do that totally and then uh we're actually last weekend i did the drums for 15 new songs so we're gonna okay. do another record i'm hoping to have it out by the end of this year Awesome. That might be a little ambitious, but <laughs> it's it's at least started now. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw on Instagram a little post of the recording checklist of all the different things. I was going to ask if that was another album on the way. Yeah, very yeah, because we, we don't really practice that much. So mm -hmm. basically, I write the song, I record it on drums, guitar, and vocals, mm -hmm. then I send it to everybody else, and then they kind of learn it on their own write some parts to it that way when we do get time to practice we're not wasting time learning structure and totally. progressions whatever we can kind of come together so that checklist specifically is me getting all kind of what ended up being pre-production demos and mm -hmm. then 
now the drums are done and we I do my guitars in three weeks. Nice. Yeah, and I mean, as you get older, like you have to use your time more wisely, right? Oh, You're yeah, not yeah. like in university or in high school, just be like, ah, whatever. We'll just like dick around all weekend, maybe practice for an hour, like have some drinks or something like, yeah. you know, I find as well being in a band and getting older, it's like, yeah, we have stuff to do. Yeah. So like, yeah. we got three <laughs> hours to practice. We got to make the most of that exactly. three hours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So got to be a little more efficient as time Definitely. goes on. Um, so you played a show uh, at uh, Jane Bond a, f- a few weeks ago with Basque and some other local groups. Are you hoping to get back to some shows more regularly with Wayfair? Yeah, I think we're playing at Short Finger this summer. Nice. Oh, love and then, that. So that was kind of our, okay, we've got this gap until summertime. Let's try and knock out the record. And if we can get it out by the end of the year, probably a little bit at the end of the year. Uh, Montreal's al- always been really good to us. Cool. We haven't been to Toronto for a while, so it would be very much picking our destination. There's no, there's no touring anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just but straight just up when we can. Choosing some of those can. top venues, top yeah, cities. Yeah, exactly. This will be fun. You know, get to spend time with the three guys in the band, which I love doing, and don't mm-hmm. get to do as much now. So we kind of pick and choose, pick a weekend, and you know that's usually uh, eats up enough of our time to to make it happen. That's awesome. Very exciting. Well, we uh, will look forward to the new record for sure and some some uh, local shows and some shows abroad as well. If folks want to follow you guys on social media, where can they find you and find your music? Yep. The best way is to go to wayfarerband.com. Nice. That's got the link to Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff in one easy spot. Cool. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Kyle. It was really great to chat thanks with you. For having me. We're really excited uh, to see Wayfair still putting out music and playing shows after all these years. Yeah. You are local legends. <laughs> I love it. Local old guys, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much. Thank you. We're going to hear a song now from another group with a bit of a local connection. They're kind of based in Toronto now, but one of their members uh, is from KW. This is A Short Walk from Pluto with their song, Phantom Lover.
you just heard a short walk from Pluto with their song Phantom Lover. A short walk from Pluto is actually going to be playing a show with our next guest next week in Toronto. Uh, a short walk from Pluto. I think a few of their members are originally from KW, but they're in Toronto now. But we still love playing their music on Midtown Radio. Before we hop into our second interview of the evening, we're going to give you our full events rundown for the weekend. For a full listing of events going on this weekend in town, you can check out our website, onthescenekw.ca. At the top of the site, you'll see tabs for comedy, stage, music, festivals and markets, and more. You can click on each tab and check out all that's going on in the city. So this weekend in comedy, the Crazy Canuck is going to be hosting a Rusty Nail comedy show with Juliana Rodriguez on Friday night and Saturday night. In festivals, KW Famous is hosting their Glow Party, a baby glow version for children earlier in the night at 6.30 and a full-on glow adult party at 9 p.m. at Shortfinger Brewing. On Friday, um, the 2023 KW Wine and Food Show is going to be happening, presented by Coddle's Catch. And on Saturday, the Elmira Maple Syrup Festival is happening all throughout downtown Elmira. In film this weekend at our independent cinemas, the Apollo in downtown Kitchener is screening Demon Slayer, Ennies Men, Classic Kids follow that bird, Pathuthala, and Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Always a bit weird saying that one on the radio. <laughs> At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, they will be showing There's Always Hope, The Room, 32 short films about Glenn Gould, and A Scanner Darkly. And at the Princess Twin, they will be screening Rice Boy Sleeps, 1001, The Lost King, Assault on Precinct 13, The 4K Restoration, and Women Talking. In music this weekend, we have a ton of shows going on, so I'm just going to give you a few highlights. On Friday night, Mojo Cola is going to be at the Duke of Wellington. Robin Jasome's Birth of Cool Orchestra is going to be at the Jazz Room. And Top Pocket is going to be at the Registry Theatre. Top Pocket does our theme music for this show. So big shout out to them. They're an awesome jazz group that's going to be at the Registry on Friday night. On Saturday, the Grapes are going to be at the Edelweiss Tavern. Dana Sonic is going to be spinning some tunes at Jane Bond. And Carol, Carl, my, sorry, the Carl Mayotte Fusion Quintet is going to be at the Jazz Room. And on Sunday, if you're looking for some afternoon music, the Canadian Jazz Collective will be at the Jazz Room at 4 p.m. Lastly, on the stage this weekend, KW Little Theatre has Act Out KW, a wonderful children and youth theatre presenting Roll Dolls Willy Wonka Kids. That is all of our event highlights for tonight. But like I said, you can check out our website on thescenekw.ca for more info and details. Okay, well, our next guest, Frankie Flowers, is a local genre-bending artist heavily influenced by post-punk and 80s dark wave. She has released six singles since 2020 and played shows in KW, Toronto, and Montreal. She will be playing a showcase at Canadian Music Week in Toronto next week. Welcome to On The Scene, Frankie Flowers. Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Thank it's so you nice for to finally me. meet yeah, you in person. Nice to you Midtown Radio purchased your music right when that first single yeah. came out. I and remember Psychedelic uh, Sunshine. You yeah, guys bought it? Yeah. So it's really nice to finally meet and chat in person. Yeah. Thank you for um, having me. So I'm curious, did you, you grew up in KW? Yeah, my whole life. I have never, well, actually that's a lie. I left for like about a couple years okay. to go to school in nice. Toronto and then I dropped out of school <laughs> and then I came back. Fair enough and so came yes. back. Yeah. What did you find um, the vibe was like growing up here? Did you like growing up here? Were there some things it's like, ah, I wish I wasn't in KW right now? <laughs> 
There were definitely a lot of bittersweet feelings, I would say. Okay. Like, I was kind of always wanting to explore more and explore other places, but, mm. like, I traveled a lot, so I got that kind of out of my system, and there's, like, a lot that KW has to offer, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, did you find anything about growing up here sort of influenced you getting into the local music scene? Like, were you going to shows or involved with like school music groups in any way oh yeah so yeah. i was actually in my school's choir okay <laughs> like, my Me whole too. time really? choir girl here love it choir <laughs> girlies at heart yeah. you know <laughs> like yeah so although i wasn't super into like singing church tunes yeah it kind of was what inspired me to get into it initially like that was my first kind of intrigue with any kind of music and mm. then i would say the last job i worked was actually super influential for me Okay. Yeah, so I worked at Jane Bond, and I found a lot about my personal music taste there. Cool. Just kind of more the darker stuff that I'm into now. Mm -hmm. Even this, like The Cure, Joy Division, all of that. All the good stuff. Yeah, all the good (laughs) shit, right? Yeah. (laughs) Was taught to me there, and it kind of shaped me a lot, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much... We talk about Jane Bond all the time. We live broadcast there quite a bit as yeah. well. And I could imagine that like the shows that are coming through, the DJ nights that are coming through, probably just the music that people are choosing for like, you know, dinner service and stuff. It'd be a really nice eclectic mix of stuff. Yeah, exactly that. And getting to kind of curate the vibe for the restaurant and make a playlist every day was super sick for me. Very cool. It's kind of cool. I don't know. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. when did you transition into writing your own music? So I've written poetry my entire life. Okay. So cool. I'd like to say I kind of pull from that. Mm-hmm. I always knew I liked to write. And then I would say I wanted to be involved in music in some capacity. I always thought I was going to be a DJ. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, But I wanted to be like a festival DJ, big room house. Like yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then, I don't know, something just changed in me mm-hmm. where I wanted to kind of like write and have the live instrumentation and everything. And then um, I would say my last relationship also inspired it because mm-hmm. it kind of it was good until it wasn't. And then everything changed and I yeah. just started writing and needing an outlet after that, I would yeah. say. That's awesome. That's kind of what really pushed me. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, really powerful music comes out of, like, really powerful emotional experiences, right? You kind of need something that lights that spark. Like, I got to get these emotions out somehow. Yeah, just some sort of pain, you know? (laughs) It all comes from there. Exactly, yeah, kind of bittersweet. You know, there's positives that come from from every experience, right? Exactly. You got to look at the bright side of things. It all works out in the end. Yeah. Um, so your first single you released in 2020, um, was that kind of, you know, the pandemic times? Did you decide to write that song pre-pandemic or were you rec- did you record it pre-pandemic or was it sort of right in the middle of lockdown that yeah, that, that happened? It was written during lockdown. Okay. So wow. I kind of just went into my garage one day and I started to sing about what I was experiencing with certain people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I posted a stripped down version of it on my Instagram just for fun and I'd never posted myself singing before I was like I kind of want to just see if anybody's into this Mm -hmm. because you know you don't know anything about yourself so I was like I want to like put it out there yeah and people said it was good so I was like okay maybe I should try to turn this into an actual song so I went into the studio found a studio that would work for me and Mm. we actually released it which was kind of cool yeah, yeah. I want to ask a bit about like how you do your recording process. You have a lot of really cool synth electronic stuff going on, but then also kind of a blend of like these heavy drums and like electric guitar parts. Do you work with a band or a producer, or do you kind of create these arrangements yourself? How does how do those arrangements come about? So I come with all the ideas to my producer Kelvin, and he's okay. just an absolute wizard. Like he can bring any idea to life, and I love it. He's I was working with a previous producer, and like since I met Kelvin, it just clicks, and he just gets exactly what I'm going for. That's awesome. So he knows people. He's brought in a session drummer, guitarist. And then he lets me kind of like work and play with the synths. Cool. So we all just kind of 
go crazy in the studio. That's a big part of finding someone like that. For for a lot of musicians, you find your producer and your engineers, and they like to work with them, and and it's a really collaborative when you can find that right person. Exactly, and someone that you trust, right? You trust them to turn the song into what you want it to be. That's exactly it. I feel like if somebody understands your overall vision, it's just so valuable because you can't really just... People either get it or they won't really know what you want, you know? And he just exactly. got it yeah. intuitively and instinctively. It was really cool. That is cool. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I really love the arrangements that you have in your songs. They kind of, some of them have different vibes than others, but I feel like there's like a great cohesion of, what did it say in the bio? It said 80s dark wave and post-punk. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about those influences. I know you said when you were working at Jane Bond, you were getting influenced by like sort of that rock and alternative music. Um, but when you're making your music, what is something like, what do you kind of want it to sound like? Do you have any artists that you're like, oh, I'd love it to sound like this artist or this style of music? That's the thing. I was like driving myself crazy. Like, <laughs> I want this instrumentation to sound like a Cure song. Or okay. Like Joy Division. People like that. And then I thought whenever I emulated them too hard, it was starting to feel a little... You don't want to feel like you're trying, mm-hmm. right? It should just come effortlessly. So what I try to do now instead of genrefying myself and being like, yeah. I'm going to sound like this, I just start to create with those influences in mind. And try to see where it ends up because I listen to every genre pretty much minus country but (laughs) no hate on the country fair enough but um, for everyone (laughs) but I listen to everything and so I try to kind of blend it all in in some capacity Mm -hmm. and nice yeah I love that honestly it's it's so hard to come up with like what's your genre it's like uh, I don't know like 10 different words that I could give you or something so it's nice to just say various genres various influences right well it's a trippy question to kind of you could sit on it forever or even as an artist you could I think once you genreify yourself you're always going to be thinking I have to stay in this box whereas if you just kind of say like fuck a genre yeah I'm inspired by this then the most authentic stuff is going to come out because you're just making what you want to make Exactly. Oh, I love that. Um, So talking about sort of music you're making, new releases, you released two new songs so far this year, uh, Serotonin and Bad Dream. Uh, They're both wonderful. I love listening to them. Very cool tracks. Pretty different when it comes to sound. I would say Serotonin is like it's an almost five minute long song, kind of dreamy, chill sleepy but not in a bad way I promise but I feel like I could just like drift off to a very peaceful sleep when I'm listening to it and then bad dream it's like snappy under under three minutes upbeat kind of this rock vibe Um, what were you feeling when you were creating those songs so it's fun because serotonin in my mind was kind of an outlier song for me Mm -hmm. so I played at the end of all my sets and I kind of tell the crowd, like, grab somebody you love nice. <laughs> and get close to them. It's kind of a moment within all of the hecticness of the set that mm-hmm. I want people to kind of, like, wind down and just close it out in a very kind of relaxed, nice, nice I could definitely vibe. see that. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, for some reason, I like to have people feel extreme. So I want them to feel this extreme kind of chillness after all of this kind mm-hmm. of crazy energy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. you got to you gotta take people along on a journey, kind of, right? That's yeah. what building a set is. The unpredictability is, is kind of what I like, just to kind of throw a little curveball or something mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're great songs. I love listening to them. Uh, and just, yeah, it's nice to be able to, like, pull different emotions um, from your music catalog. Yeah, because Bad Dream is total opposite of yeah. serotonin, really. It's like... Upbeat, high Quick, energy, banger. Dark, <laughs> kind of experimental sounding. Mm-hmm. That is more around the realm of what I want to create. Okay. And then serotonin is just meant to be kind of like an outlier yeah. <laughs> within the midst of it all. Nice. Oh, yeah. I love them. Um, so you have had some exciting shows that happened last year. 
Um, got to play your first festival, North by Northeast in yeah. Toronto. And I see that you're also booked again for North by Northeast again. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. It's um, going to be fun. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you remember from that North by Northeast performance. It was sweet because I remember attending that when I was way younger, like when I was a teenager. Yeah. And so I just remember thinking, how am I doing this right now? I don't know. It was a pretty surreal feeling for me. Totally. I just remember feeling kind of like in awe that I was there. Imposter syndrome kind of vibes. <laughs> but it was sweet. Like I felt so invigorated as soon as I got out there. Nice. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, and next week you have another show coming up. We just played a song by A Short Walk. A short walk from Pluto? A short walk to Pluto? short walk to, to Pluto. Pluto. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry. Apologies. No, um, we just played a song for them. You're going to be sharing the stage with them and two other bands. I'm going to be there too with my band, but I never plug my band on this show. No, I'm um, excited to see you there. <laughs> this will be sweet. So... Uh, it's part of the Canadian Music Week Discovery Series. So they decided to take bands that are part of the Canadian Music Week in the summer and kind of give them like a highlight and be like, people need to keep an eye out for these groups. So you're going to yeah. be part of this showcase. I know. Pretty crazy. It's really exciting. It is yeah. exciting. Super unexpected, too. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have a couple more months until these summer showcases. And they hit me with the... <laughs> This one? Yeah. But yeah. It's when exciting. was the last time you played in Toronto? Was it for that North by Northeast December, show? December. I okay. was playing a show. Nice. At the Baby G. Oh, wait, no, the Rivoli. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's a great venue. Yeah, oh it was gosh. sweet. Oh, I loved it. It wow. was like an interesting kind of. I was up there and then there was a burlesque dancer. Okay. And then a DJ was playing kind of yeah. surf rock tunes all night. It yeah. was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. It, <laughs> big cluster of things totally but it was a night <laughs> yeah well that'll be exciting super nice to get back on the stage yeah uh, it's been a while Toronto. yeah is this the first show of 2023 for you definitely okay. yeah i'm feeling a little rusty but cool getting those practices in That's okay. <laughs> if any of our listeners are from toronto or maybe want to make the trip out for the night uh where can they grab tickets for the show next week they are in my bio actually awesome. at Perfect. frankie flowers music Cool. So you can get them there. If not, I do believe they'd be on the Canadian Music Week cool. website. Okay. I think so. Awesome. Yeah, they I also there. don't know, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should know. But uh oh. <laughs> um, are uh, are there any other shows or new music releases on their way that listeners can get excited about? Anything yeah. that you're allowed to share with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm super stoked about this song that I just sent it off to be mastered right before this. It's called okay. "I Just Want to Disappear." Kind of just existential vibes because mm -hmm. that's how I be feeling <laughs> these days so yeah. I'm super excited about this I'm gonna try to kind of make it a summer sort of Whoa. big summer banger song nice. <laughs> you know that's wonderful awesome Perfect. well people should be following Frankie Flowers at Frankie Flowers right at Frankie Flowers music at Frankie Flowers music follow for that new music release <laughs> and any upcoming shows summer festivals north by northeast so much exciting stuff going on yeah it's it. good and start I, to the year i also saw on your instagram that they played one of your songs on hockey night in canada oh my gosh yes i i so totally how did that come about, about that. this was actually crazy so i got the email mm -hmm. and i thought it was fake i definitely <laughs> did not think it was real this must be spam well for real because I don't watch sports, but I know Sports Network. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, Sports yeah. Network. Yeah. So it was from Sports Network asking if they could play my song. They were like, dope track. Um, we love it. Do you That's mind if we wild. spin it wow. on Hockey Night in Canada? And I couldn't believe it. I freaked out. Like, I almost cried. Very <laughs> cool. kind of cool. And then they just played it. I don't even know. In the middle like, of the song. Yeah. Was it in the middle of the game, sorry? Was it yeah. In yeah. They played it kind of before commercial break. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say, I don't, someone can correct me on this. You might be one of the only like Kitchener Waterloo artists to have a song played on Hockey Night in Canada. Like, I don't know any I'd say others. That's a safe bet. That's probably a thing. I don't know. Get a I little no plaque idea. or something. <laughs> First KW artist played on Hockey on Night hockey in Canada. Night in Canada. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I know. I feel like I should become a hockey fan now <laughs> just because of it being played. Like, 
that's part of it. <laughs> Maybe. I love it. Well, congratulations on everything that's been happening Thank this you. year. Very exciting to follow along on uh, on your journey with releasing music and it's lovely to chat with yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been lovely. Awesome. We are going to play one of your songs now. We're actually going to play Serotonin, uh, your first release from 2023. People get prepared to be in that dream-like, cozy state. What did you say you tell people to find someone that they love or find someone that they came <laughs> find with? Find someone you love and just vibe out. Awesome. It's supposed to be a trippy song. You just, you know, lose your mind too. So. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you hear, heard it here on Midtown Radio from Frankie Flowers. Trip out, lose your mind with someone that you love. This is Serotonin from Frankie Flowers. been listening to serotonin by frankie flowers here on on the scene that is all the time we have for the show tonight thank you so much to our sponsor the uptown waterloo bia for all of their support on the scene is produced by danielle devoe derek Rydell, and myself allison Dijack. a big shout out to our hosts uh, the Grand Trunk Saloon here in downtown Kitchener for hosting us for the evening and to my guests Kyle Crichet from Wayfarer and Frankie Flowers. Derek, where are we heading next week for our show? Next week we are live from the Jane Bond and we have the Saigon Hookers. So excited. Yeah, it's going to be, I think that's going to be a fun show. Yeah, they are uh, an old band from KW. They are coming back for kind of like a reunion show. Two sold-out shows. Two, yeah. 
Yeah, they're going to be so much fun. I was going to say to talk to. I'm not even talking to them. That's right. Sarah Guidlinger, our guest host, is going to be um, hanging out with them for the night. I might just come by and have a drink. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Seems like it should be a fun time. Uh, so you can tune in again next week, Thursday night at 7 p.m. on midtownradio.ca. Until then, I'm Allison Dijak. Thanks for listening to On the Scene.